Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day, we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Colette Claire, and here's a summary of what happened today, Thursday, February 8th. The S&P 500 index and the Dow Jones Industrial Average ended little changed, but still edged to record highs for a second straight day Thursday, as investors processed another batch of quarterly earnings and looked ahead to inflation updates next week that will likely factor into expectations for the Federal Reserve's interest rate policy. Walt Disney rallied more than 11 percent to lead Dow gainers after the entertainment conglomerate reported stronger-than-expected quarterly results on Wednesday and said it'll boost its dividend by 50 percent. Optimism over the economy and a strengthening trend in quarterly numbers, particularly among technology companies, underpinned the market helping advance the Nasdaq composite to a 25-month high. Much like the 2023 equity market, recent strength continues to be driven largely by megacaps and other large tech companies, while signs of weakness continue to percolate further down the cap spectrum, according to Lizanne Saunders, Schwab's chief investment strategist. Cap-weighted indexes like the S&P 500 and Nasdaq composite look great on the surface, but there are divergences under the surface, with several sectors lagging and market internal, such as breadth, narrowing in recent weeks, Saunders said. Narrow breadth, all else equal, is not a great backdrop for stocks, Saunders added. However, markets can remain narrow with concentrated leadership for extended periods. It's akin to overly optimistic sentiment which is also not ideal, but can stay that way for extended periods. Here's where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index added 2.85 points, or 0.1%, to 4,997.91, after briefly rising to 5,000.40, breaching the 5,000 level for the first time. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 48.97 points, or 0.1%, to 38,726.33. The Nasdaq Composite climbed 37.07 points, or 0.2%, to 15,793.71. The 10-year Treasury note yield rose more than 5 basis points to 4.154%. The SIBO Volatility Index, or the VIX, fell 0.04 to 12.79. Semiconductor shares were among the strongest performers Thursday behind ARM Holdings, which soared 48% after the chipmaker reported a better-than-expected quarter profit. The Philadelphia Semiconductor Index gained 1.6%. Energy shares were also firm as WTI crude oil futures surged, 3.6% to a high for the month above $76 per barrel, reflecting growing concern the Middle East conflict may disrupt supplies. As for stocks on the move, the following companies had stock price moves driven by analyst ratings, quarterly results, or other news. Borg Warner sank 7%, after the automotive supplier's fourth quarter results fell short of expectations. ConocoPhillips gained 1.4% after the oil company's fourth quarter earnings topped forecasts, 
helped by higher production in the U.S., Permian Basin, and a recent acquisition. Hershey rose 4.1% after the chocolate maker reported fourth-quarter earnings that exceeded expectations, overshadowing weaker-than-expected full-year guidance. PayPal holdings tumbled more than 11% after the digital payment company's weaker-than-expected guidance released Wednesday offset strong results for the previous quarter. Ralph Lauren rallied nearly 17 percent after the apparel company's quarterly earnings and revenue beat forecasts. Snap-on dropped 9.7 percent even after the tool manufacturer's fourth-quarter earnings exceeded estimates. Tapestry climbed 6.5 percent after the fashion company, which owns Coach and Kate Spade brands, reported quarterly earnings that topped expectations. Wynn Resorts jumped 6.3% after the luxury hotel operator's fourth-quarter earnings and revenue outpaced expectations. Friday's quarterly earnings slate includes pipeline operator Enbridge, Fortis Healthcare, Honda Motor, and PepsiCo. With few major economic releases this week, investors are shifting focus to the Labor Department's January Consumer Price Index, or CPI, and Producer Price Index, or PPI, reports, scheduled for next Tuesday and Friday. Investors will watch both measures closely to see if the numbers remain consistent with CPI and PPI readings over the past year that conveyed a mostly steady easing in price pressures. Overall, CPI was expected to have risen 0.2% in January from December, according to Trading Economics. That would mark a slight slowdown from 0.3% month-over-month gain in December. The core CPI rate, which excludes food and energy prices, was expected to climb 0.3% from December. Slipping year-over-year CPI comparisons have contributed to investor confidence that the Fed's aggressive rate hikes over the past two years have largely subdued inflation, although it remains above the central bank's 2% long-term target. In December, the CPI core rate posted a 3.9% year-over-year gain, down from a 4% rise in November and the first sub-4% core rate increase since mid-2021. In the past week, Fed Chair Jerome Powell and other central bank leaders have expressed caution over the prospect of rate cuts, repeatedly emphasizing they need to see additional data before they're convinced inflation is sustainably down to 2%. That's prompted investors to dial back expectations for any cuts. Federal Reserve officials continue to push back against the timing of rate cuts, Schwab Center for Financial Research analysts said in a report. This week has brought a load of Fed talk, with most central bank officials suggesting they can be patient with the timing of rate cuts, the analysts said. We expect three to four cuts this year, with the first occurring in May. March seems like a very low probability for the first rate cut. Late Thursday, traders priced 82% odds the Fed fund target will remain unchanged at 5.25 to 5.5% following the March FOMC meeting, up from 62% a week ago, according to the CME FedWatch tool. The tool shows a 54% chance the fund's rate will be at least a quarter point lower after the FOMC's May meeting. Thursday's economic news included weekly initial jobless claims, which fell slightly to 218,000 from an upwardly revised 227,000 the prior week and in line with the briefing.com consensus. 
Continuing claims slipped to 1.871 million from a revised 1.894 million the week before. Continuing claims continue to bear watching for signs of how difficult it might be to find a new job. The last few weeks featured several high-profile layoff announcements, and employers who lost their jobs might start showing up in the weekly data. This has been the Schwab Market Update podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a rating or review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.